NHL Night with your host, the sports, a.k.a. Peter Lebowski, a.k.a. Jeremiah Maxwell. And with him, as always, maybe Perlo Wisdom and Rico and Barry. What's up, everybody? I am Jeremiah Maxwell, a.k.a. The Sports Beard, your host of NHL Nightly. With me, as always, maybe, is Rico and Barry, our beer league aficionado, our French connection, and our gambling aficionado. We are missing Perlo. We will see. I hadn't heard from him, so I don't know. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you're just joining us, I've got all the scores up to date. We have a bunch of games final. I'll go through those real quick. We'll talk about the weekend. And a little bit of fallout from the uh, Ottawa Senators firing DJ Smith, which that's working out as the firing coach boost as they're up 3-0 against the Coyotes in the first intermission. Uh, wild win 4-3 in overtime. I thought the Bruins guy handed a power play at the end of the game there that was pretty sussy. Uh, what's up, Logan? Thanks for being with us. Um, Blue Jackets, did you see that score? I hope you had the over. I think the whole world had you over. Am I coming in blurry right now a bit? You are coming in blurry. I don't know if that's the Christmas tree or something. Maybe it's trying to focus on that. Maybe slide to your right a little. I don't know. We'll see because because it does seem like your camera is trying to focus and maybe the lights or something are affecting it. No biggie. Uh, Blue Jackets win 9-4 to four against the Sabres. Uh, I mean, Sabres and, Sabres and Ottawa have to be the most disappointing fan bases in the NHL three to six final hurricanes. Wow. I guess we know why the hurricanes were a, uh, why, excuse me, uh, why the golden Knights were a road dog. Uh, they got worked tonight. Looks like Svechnikov found his game tonight scored. A, I think he had a couple, didn't he? Uh, I didn't really check into that game much cause it was, uh, flyers winning overtime against the devils. Lightning 6-1 over the Blues. What a working of the uh, – that looks better for whatever reason. Looks way better. Um, no worries, though, man. You're not coming in blurry, I don't think. Uh, how about the How about the Lightning 6-1 thrashing of the, uh, the Blues? Now, I will say I thought the Lightning were on the road a long time and it was like their first game back home. And I think they're a type of team that plays better at home at times. But bad news for them. Looks like Sergachev left, so hopefully they're not going to miss him for any length of time because he's pretty important piece. Yeah, Justin Falk broke up the shutout essentially late in the third. Uh, Rangers go into uh, Scotiabank and win 5-2. Uh, Matthews has 25 goals now on the season, though. He had two tonight. He had all of Toronto's offense. Uh, but I do, I like I said, I thought that as I was telling my good buds friend here, Rico, uh, the Rangers are a different team when they have Keandre Miller in the lineup. They just look better. Uh, they, they're, you know, they need him. They can't really be short defense. So Oilers go into the island and get worked 3-1. There was a lot of shots in the third by the Oilers, but I really felt like the Islanders played a great game and they, the Islanders are a good team five on five. This is not a Barry Trotz Islanders team. They're an offensive team. I think Lambert's really doing a good job there. And I mean, they're in second place. At some point you got to go, they got good defense. They got decent goalie and they got pretty good depth on their team. Top one through four, where they got guys that can put the puck in the net. Horvat and Nelson both do. I think Horvat had two tonight or what? And how about that Holmstrom kid? 
leading the NHL in shorthanded goals. He has five of them. Ferraro is joking there was too many men on the ice. Canucks are working the Preds, which is sad for the Preds because Preds are at home and they were on a four-game win streak. So I'd like to have seen this be a little bit better of a game. We're not seeing it. Um, that was what the other iPad I was going to get. Uh, I might have to request an iPad to be delivered to me. Um, and Avalanche are all tied up with the Blackhawks. That's at intermission. And we have the Senators, like I said, up 3-0. And then at 10.30 Eastern, yeah, Gabby, the Senators are back, huh? Well, uh they had to make a move. In my opinion, they made the move maybe a month late. Uh, I, I liked bringing in Jacques Martin and seeing what, maybe what the feel was. It looks like he's going to be the interim coach for the rest of the year. Uh, uh, but uh, and then I, I, you know, I always think of this as a really good matchup, even though the Sharks aren't ranked. Kings and Sharks. That's such a great rivalry. That's the ten thirty Eastern puck drop. That game should be starting shortly. Uh, and I'm trying to get that up, but it's not letting me because we're not close, I guess. Um, what was the uh, so I have Blackhawks, Canucks, Canucks, and boy, they start those games in Nashville late for being on central time, huh? They're a West. Nashville should not be in the West. They they literally should not be in the West. I I think they need to get rid of the conferences, is my opinion. They need to go to regional divisions and just get rid of the conferences. So I don't know. I just I'd like to see like a five team divisions, and I don't know. And then you just. You reseed based on record and stuff. That would be my thing. So, why was your weekend? Mine was good, man. You know, I didn't uh, finished off a little Christmas shopping. The old Starbucks up the road, and all the expensive coffee mugs were all fifty percent off, so they're still overpriced but bearable. So, I grabbed my wife her annual Christmas coffee mug from over there, and you know what I ended up picking up, which. Uh, which might be a good gift she's gonna like is one of those water flossers, like a like a dental grade water flosser. So I picked one of those up at Costco and I figured, you know, it's just such a pain in the ass flossing and dentists are always pushing those things to say they're they're a little better than flossing your teeth or a little easier on the gums and they get in there a little better. It's almost like when a dentist sprays that thing in your mouth there, just kind of cleaning out your teeth sort of thing. So hopefully she didn't hear me, she's sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Oh, but you get her the same thing every year, so she's gonna know you're getting a cup, huh? Not, the, um, not the flossing thing though. I got her one of those too, like that oh, yeah. water. Yeah. It's funny to me that you. I mean, we live in different countries, but like Costco is a staple here. You know, like yeah. my couch is from Costco. You know, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, it ain't that different. We watch hockey. Maybe there's a little more French speaking going on in Canada than there is in the U.S. A lot more, but it's not that different, man. We all people from this earth. There's not that much that divides us. Uh, well, you got to go through Canada to get to the 
back to the U.S. anyway. So I do have to go if I drive. If I drive, I could barge <laughs> in or I could uh, fly out for sure. I've never driven. I've never driven that Alcan, by the way. So Nashville on the power play. Um, let's see. Let's see what happens. I'm interested. Colorado, man. The, so this uh, Frank Cervelli just tweets this out, and I'm going to retweet it for him. He says, Bedard is unreal tonight. Impressive effort, severely outmatched Blackhawks team against the Avs. I think he has two assists. Um, he is impressive. Get him a winger. And you know what? Lucas Reichel had a goal tonight, too, from a feed from Bedard. You're going to see this kid, the, all those young kids just grow. But uh, I, I think he's going to explode. And honestly, he, his numbers look real good. I, they showed the first uh, – I think Ovechkin led the first 25 games with like 34 points or something. And they were showing, I, I had, a, I think I saved it on Instagram, but I, I'm not sure if it's this I, one. Or I had the Lucas Reichel goal prop tonight that paid like five to one. That's awesome. That's awesome. If you put $10 on that, does that make 500 bucks or 10, 50 $50. He was playing on the first line with Bedard and he's paying five to one to get a goal. It's like, why won't yeah. you? I mean, that's where you want that kid. Ultimately, I'm sure that's where they want. They want to see him play. Uh, Cause he's been, I mean, he's no spring chicken or anything. I mean, he's young, but he's like 22 or something. Isn't he? Here, let me look him up. I'll look him up here. Uh, Reichel, R-E-I-C-H-E-L. Of course, yeah. his dad pops up. Yeah, just um, like Eichel with an R. Yeah, I got him. Yeah, Eichel with an R, yeah. Oh. Oh, we lost you there. Oh, everything good? Oh, you taking a oh yeah. You you uh so he is he is 21 and 216 days, born in Nuremberg. Uh May 17th. He's a he's a May baby like me. So me too. Lucas Reichel. You're a, you're a, are you a Taurus? No, a, a Gemini. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm a I'm Taurus because I'm the last day of Taurus. I'm May 20th. Unbelievable Leafs game, I huh, Andrew. <laughs> you get did you get to watch it? I, I, uh, yeah, like I said, I thought, uh, did you watch the Leafs game, Rico? Do you got any thoughts on that game? I did. I mean, one thing you got to stay away from, and that's just right, right in the book of the Rangers, is stay away from their special teams, man. I mean, they didn't give up any penalties tonight. That helped. The Leafs were never on the power play, but you can't put the Rangers on the power play. And that last penalty by David Camp basically iced it when it was when it was 4-2. There's no chance of them come back. I mean, that one puck went off Lagason's skate that Panarin shot. And I mean, a couple bounces here and there. And then that breakaway, I can't remember who it was, that that put it up and he was trying to go top shelf and it went through Jones's leg. So it felt like there was a couple that he could have had that kind of weren't entirely his fault. But I mean, I, I didn't mind Martin Jones. He's a pretty technical goalie. I think the ones that go in on him most of the time are going to be deflections or, or off someone or, or maybe one that he just didn't have a read on. So I think he's going to make most of the staves he had to, but I mean, on Tavares's, it was Johnny Toronto night. It was trending in Canada on Twitter. I mean, it would have been nice to get yeah. him to win, but I know that yep. the Leafs went in the MSG in 173. I'm sure the Rangers coming off a win against Anaheim and Boston, they were feeling pretty good. And they had this one marked on their calendar as well, too, I think. So played a great game. 
Rangers are a good team, man. They're they're top top three in East. I put the Rangers right there. So I mean, if the Leafs are competing with a team like the Rangers every night, win or lose, I mean, you know, I'd say maybe top five in the East. You could put the Leafs there. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't say Toronto's in the top three, but I definitely think they're in the top five. Um, I right now for me, it's it's probably ah shoot. You know, let me let me look at the standings because I. I really want to say it's Boston. I still think Boston because of their defense and their goaltending is just going to take, it's going to carry them in the playoffs. But I, I do think their forward group is a little streaky. So, you know, in that regard, you kind of like the Leafs there, but um, and I, I just, the thing for the Leafs is I feel like they have a ton of points from, from extra so right now, for me, man, I really think it's Florida, Rangers, and Boston, and and I think your Leafs are probably right there at number four, and 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 really, honestly, I think those are probably the legit contenders for the Cup in the East are those four teams, but the Leafs, I mean, you're not, I mean, it was Martin Jones tonight. You got to be a little bit scared about your goaltending and your defense is starting to look like it is running a little thin. I thought they did get a little unlucky with a cut of that bounce off Lagason. The first goal seemed like that was a kind of a fluky one too. But like I said, the and you you heard Valaket today on Sportsnet 590. The Rangers are really bad in one area, and that's off the rush. And that's where the Leafs are really good. And I thought they took really good advantage of that in New York and MSG. And tonight, the Rangers limited their off the rush chances. And like you said, they didn't give a lot of chances on their power play or anything. They didn't take any penalties. The Rangers are a f- fairly physical team, but they don't take penalties, which is smart. Um, and they're very good on the power play. They're very good on the penalty kill. Uh, Austin Matthews continues to amaze. I, I heard somebody say he's on a faster pace than Ovechkin. And that's great. It's just like I say when I hear the uh, – you don't have to wear your headphones if you don't want to, Rico, either. You're good if you're coming in okay. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm good. I'm actually talking through my laptop. Anyway, I had uh, the the Leafs post game. I just wanted to hear something real quick from uh, JD Bunkus and and uh, Sammy McKee. There, they were just talking in. Yeah, what did they say? What did uh, oh, what did Sammy say? They were just saying the same thing. Sammy actually didn't mind Martin Jones's game tonight. Like I had mentioned, he there was a couple yeah, that kind of went went against you know whatever. It yeah, wasn't entirely and you cannot blame the goalie. I just it was never... the defensive breakdown. He said it's just Connor Timmons is gonna do one of those stupid things in the playoffs like he did tonight, that stupid giveaway for that breakaway. Oh, on and... Jimmy VC. I said I tweeted out Connor Timmons just gave Jimmy VC an awesome scoring chance. Yeah, just he just gave game. up the puck. And he does that all the time. Timmons, he's usually good for maybe one a game. It's like, man. Andrew thinks the Rangers will be the next champs. I'm I'm starting to lean that, you know, that they could be a Stanley Cup team uh, and win it. I, I this household wouldn't be sad because my wife being such a diehard Rangers fan. But I, uh, but you know what though, man, they've been in the mix for a while. They were in the conference finals two years ago, and then last year it was a kind of a brutal start to the. Um, uh, the playoffs and they were up 2-0 on New Jersey. And I just feel like New Jersey outplayed them and outcoached them. And I don't think that's going to be the case this year, you know, 
So who was the coach for the Rangers last year, though? Wasn't it Gallant? Was it Gallant, and then they fired him? I did feel bad that he got canned, but it was like, hmm. So I think we got pro. Yeah. I don't see him, so. No, I, I like the Rangers game. You got the goaltending there. Pin, Panarin's been a changed player there as well, too. I don't know. He changed, I think he shaved his head to change his luck over there just to kind of make himself a different person because that long-haired Panarin wasn't the wasn't the player he is now when he got to New York. So, Well, here's what I've noticed in his game. And Valaket mentioned this a little bit, but I've noticed this. He's not playing as perimeter as he was last year. He's getting the puck into the difficult areas and he's getting the puck to people in the difficult areas, which I think is a key. And yeah, he looks like a man possessed, but you still, you still want to see that alpha dog and stuff. So mm -hmm. let, me see, let me see what's going on with Perlo. Perlo, I, I see your girlfriend's house, but I don't see you. You there? Okay. Catch him. So the other team is, uh, yeah. So those are the teams I like in the West. I think the Leafs you could say are in the top four, but and I really sorry, Beard. Real quick on the Rangers before you move west is they did the rebuild right. They kind of did it like the Kings. They kind of did the rebuild on the fly. You know, it's like Pittsburgh should have almost did that with Crosby and Malkin. Instead, they just trying to kept going all in and all in and they just didn't have it down two or three years where they weren't bottoming out but they were kind of mid a little bit and just drafting right and trading right and you know they i mean they had the right goalie in the wings as well too with shesterkin right behind lundquist so that kind of helped as well i think that's a a good thing that the rangers did they put a solid foundation there and that like the New York Rangers have always had a good goaltender. When's the last time the Rangers haven't had like a solid goaltender in the pipes? Well, it's before I can remember because in the nineties they had Van Beesbrook and Richter. And then they lost Van Beesbrook to free agency or they traded him to Florida or whatever. He was in the expansion draft. Then he then Van Beesbrook takes Florida to the cup finals in ninety six. So uh they had Richter forever. So like they go from Richter uh, and then, you know, I think probably in the early 2000s in between Richter and stuff, they probably didn't have any, once they traded Leach mm -hmm. and stuff, they went through a little bit of lull. I can't think of anybody specifically who goaltended back then for him. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they had the King for what, 15 years or whatever. So yeah. I, uh. Yeah, I mean, they've been very fortunate. I mean, you think about Toronto. I'll be honest with you, man. The last time I felt like Toronto had a grade-A goaltender was like Eddie Belfour, right? And they had him after Cujo. And I think Cujo, too. And I even think Cujo probably spent his best years in St. Louis and Edmonton. So it's like mm -hmm. even even the Cujo – here we got Perlo now. Hey, Perlo. We're just hey, – uh, we're, we're just talking about the uh, – we were just talking about the uh, the the Edmonton or the the Toronto uh, Rangers game a little bit here, real quick. So, oh yeah. So yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah. We, he was asking me when the last time the Rangers didn't have a good goaltender, and I was think I was trying to think back. It's been very hard for me to think. I mean, they had they had Beezer and Richter around the same time in the '90s, and then I can't think. I can't think of who they had. 
Well, I was so I talked to Mike Richter at the Frozen Four. I don't know if I've mentioned that probably five hundred times on this podcast now, but what a great guy! Ninety six Canada Cup, USA. That's probably the best Canadian team ever assembled, and we win. I mean, we by the U.S. won. I always take pride <laughs> in that one. Not, not we for Perlo and Rico, but we. Uh, and uh, hopefully we get something done here. World, Jun- World Juniors kick off tonight, right? Yeah. Did they and, kick and, off tonight? And the United States are the best team out there right now, for sure. No well, doubt but I saw that Potra, Potras, Potra from from Boston's going to be Boston, yeah. uh, uh, Obviously, they didn't land Fantilli. Did you see the – did you have the over, Perlo, on the – Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh yeah. Uh, Furlow, slide to your that light is coming yeah, through. I know that light's going back there. Yeah, you're good. Once that. you once your head blocks it, it's okay. It's not shining. It just yeah. No, it no, I did have I did have the over, but not for enough. I should have had it for way more than I did. But oh god, dude, no nobody would have picked a le- what was that? Was that 13 goals that was scored? I mean Marchenko yeah. got a hat trick. Dude, he has been sneakily good on that team. When no, no, no I had no. Marchenko for a goal and a point in that, so that was good. Hey, are we seeing the emergence of this guy now that Line A's not there? Because you know, with Line A, they're paying him. You think the top line? I, I, and honestly, what do you do with Line A if you're Columbus? Because you probably want to try to trade him, but who would take the contract? And it's Nobody. tough. Okay, so Perlo, I was asking Rico about his weekend. How was yours? My lot. Oh, it was great. I had a wonderful weekend. Um, spent a lot of time with the little lady, and uh, that was pretty much it. Like it, it was. Uh, I, we we've been going hard for the last little while, so we kind of took her easy on this yeah, past that's weekend. That's good. That's good. It's always nice to do nothing on a weekend. Yeah. Uh, all I've been doing is snow removal, and we're getting more snow, so I'll be doing that again. It's not going to stop till 4 a.m. So wow. I'll be doing I can't snow believe we're not getting the snow. Um, we're not getting much snow. How, how are you doing there, Rico, with the snow? We're not either, man. I snow blowered my driveway like once this year. Then it snowed a little bit yesterday, but it was mostly like wind and blowing it around. So, like, not more than like three centimeters. We've been getting lucky, but it always happens like that in Barrie. We're in a bit of a snow belt here because we're between the Great Lakes and, and Lake Simcoe here. So once like mid-January to late February hits, it's just nonstop every day. I'm watching Colorado, Chicago right now. Yeah, Chicago sure plays their asses off. I am such a uh huge fan of that luke richardson man i just knew that guy was going to be a good coach like i remember him as a player too you always love those guys that were like third line ridiculous centers that ran 70 percent of their face off. you know you know um yeah so all the snow you guys aren't getting we're getting i do not andrew i do not know how many inches we've gotten but i can tell you it's the most snow we've had in through this time in like forever. Uh, in recorded history, which usually means they've been recording st- stuff up here for, I don't know, 
since the 1800s or something. So like a hundred years or whatever. I don't know. You wonder how accurate things are or whatever. I think pretty much from the sixties or whatever, we're getting a lot of snow. It's an El Nino year. Every time we see El Nino, I think of that old Saturday Night Live skit with Chris Farley. And he's like, I am El Nino. <laughs> El Nino works that way in the wintertime. So, <clears throat> yeah. anyway, yeah, I, I'm so impressed. Even though the Blackhawks haven't won a game and what they're two and seven in their last, uh, two, seven, one, their last 10, they've lost four in a row. But uh, they still have a better. Gold differential than the Sharks. <laughs> um, so, you know, those two teams are competing for Macklin Calabria. I'll tell you, there'll be riots in the streets if the Chicago Blackhawks get Macklin Celebrini. I'll just say that. Or Calabrini or whatever. If they get the number one pick again. I, th- I mean, people were already kind of salty. I think I think the fans of the NHL were going to lose it if the, the, the Yotes got them too. But the Yotes actually – kind of played too well last year. That was the problem. So in this year, they they look good. I think we were just talking about the top four teams in the West before you came or the East before you came on. Currently the Coyotes are in a playoff spot. Uh your playoff seats are uh 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 Dallas, Colorado, Winnipeg are your division leaders for the central Vegas, Vancouver, Los Angeles, and then your two wild cards are Nashville, Arizona, right behind them, though, are, are St. Louis and Calgary. And then Minnesota coming coming up. They just hit 500 today with their win in Boston. Um, don't sleep on the Minnesota Wild. got to say, that's an impressive win by Minnesota. I, I didn't see They should have won in reg, too, Perlow. I watched a lot of that third period, and they got kind of – Boston got handed kind of a BS power play, and then – they were sort of lucky they didn't get called for interference on the goal. I kind of thought it was – you could tell Flurry also led in a soft one on for, I think, Pasternak had two. By the way, I wanted to talk about that before I get off track. Did you guys think Pasternak deserved the suspension from that hit on uh, uh, Lindgren from the Rangers? I mean, he got kicked out of the game. Yeah, I just Me. go with whatever they do myself. I'm not very good at whether I think they – well, yeah, I don't know. That was a suspension, but I know I know Larkin for Detroit had some pretty hefty words for Department of Player Safety today, and and basically saying he's talked to players on his team and he's talked to players around the league and not knowing <clears throat> what what they're calling them, what they're not, and how how to protect yourself more importantly because he got a punch to the back of the head, and then somebody else fell on his legs after, and Joseph didn't get any games, and Prawn got six. So I guess. I guess well, Larkin was just saying he was just going after the puck and he was just trying to make a play in the front of the net and all of a sudden he gets punched in the back of the head. And I think they're, he's he's calling out the Department of Player Safety. So, I mean, a guy like Pasternak, no no real history, not intentional. Joseph, a little bit more of a oh, history. No, Pasternak been, Pasternak's been suspended before. Has he? Yeah. No, he's been suspended before. Yeah, he, he's got a little bit of a mean uh, – Andrew says he'd give him two or three games. I, I don't know if it was that much, Andrew. I thought he should have got a game. I thought it was a pretty dirty hit from behind, and he injured the player. The guy didn't – Lindgren didn't come back. Now, that being said, I think it was like the first period he got thrown out or whatever. So Boston played basically the whole game without him. If the player safety wanted to look at it like – I just I just always feel like those hits 
where you see the numbers. That, and it was also an unnecessary hit. I think there was like 10 seconds left of the period. It was just a joke of a hit. So I always uh, wonder, uh, oh, Pred score a late goal, make it 5-2, but that game's all but over 11 uh, seconds left in the third. Dismiss the way to score now, just uh, when, when you err on the side of caution, just don't make the hit. Like if there's yeah. any, any doubt in your mind that it may be a little bit on the edge, just don't even do it. Like I see so many guys skate by someone and I, and I look, I'm like, this guy would have got leveled 20 years ago and he didn't. So yeah, uh, there's a hint of doubt. I know the game's faster and everything now, but I know when guys are out there and, and that's your true and you're lining up a guy and you know, you're going to get him in the chest. He's probably the guy that's making the cleanest hits out there. I mean, McCabe for yeah. Toronto wants to lay one on someone. He can do it as well, too. Yeah. I've seen it a couple nights ago. Yeah, he had a really nice one against Lindgren, in fact. Mm -hmm. The same guy that got hit by uh, – I felt bad for Lindgren because there's like four videos of him getting shit knocked out of him. I was like, oh, what the hell is going on with Lindgren, man? He's getting, uh, he's getting destroyed. A little disappointed with Arizona lately, but uh, we knew Ottawa's going to get the uh, bump there. It's still three-one oh. there in the second. Perlo, we should have we should have bet our you should have bet your girlfriend's house and the fireplace and the piano on uh, Ottawa tonight. I, well, I sort of did. I should have bet way more than I did, but I did take Ottawa. Um, here's the thing: when 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 hockey was where it was supposed to be, we wouldn't be talking about what player safety was supposed to do. What we'd be talking about is how is that man, how is that person going to get destroyed the next time they play? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you used yeah, to police the game. That's, that's where we need to go back to again. If you do that stuff, you're going to get destroyed the next game. Like, And that's that's where the problem is in the league. Player safety yeah. is never going to solve this problem, ever. The only way they're going to solve this problem is they're going to take away hitting. They're going to take away all the things that you're that cause them a problem. And So uh, here's, here's what I'll say. In, in regards to the Larkin play, because I see, Doug, I see your comment there, but I'm not going to get into this thing. I look at it. I thought the Larkin play against Ottawa was an accidental play. I, I do not think he was being tar. I just think it was a bad play. The hit Pasternak made on Lindgren was a dirty hit. He didn't have to do it. I felt like there was no, it was sort of a, I th yes, what's his name? Had his stick up a little high and got Larkin, but I just think it was an unfortunate result and it sucks. And I know Red Wings fans are not having it. I wish Salty was here to talk about it. They were pissed. Uh, but, um, I didn't think it was a dirty play. Uh, I do think that you can, when you look back at some of those things, you can be like, but in the heat of the moment, uh, I understood why Perron did what he did, but he cross-checked the guy in the face. Now, that being said, Dave Perron never been suspended before in his career ever, should not have gotten six games for defending his player. But, uh, you know, I just watch sometimes too. They they call this Nikki Tic Tac bullshit, and then let some of these big, really blatant calls go. 
Um, so I don't understand. It's just a weird thing. I just need, I just think fans want consistency. And honestly, I'll just take consistency on the given night from that officiating crew. If they're calling nitnoid tacky stuff, do it the whole game. Don't just do it in the first. We're when the other team's on the PK or whatever, I, you know, it is what it is. So, okay, let's get into the uh, topic of David Quinn, not David Quinn, David Quinn, David Quinn, good coach. No, uh, your guys' thoughts, I, we, I don't know if we spent any time talking about it, uh, the firing of DJ Smith and the hiring of Jacques Lemaire once again. Go ahead, Rico, since you're, since you're good. Yeah, well, I mean, timing was everything here. A lot of people said, why did they do it on the road trip, in the middle of a road trip? But DJ Smith has been getting booed out of his own building at his home games. So I think that's probably why they did it on the road. So he wouldn't come back home and also not allowed to lose him again. Then he hears it. So I think that was the timing. That's what I had questioned myself at first about it. Like, why would they do it in the middle of a road trip? But Ottawa's played some tough opponents lately, too. Like, if you look at the last few games, who Ottawa has played, they haven't really gotten blown out, I don't think, in many of them. They've played some tough opponents. So, on the other hand, it was imminent. I think he he was going to go. So, I think this was the right time for him. But a lot of people think that Jock Martin has been out of the game for a while. He hasn't. He's been in Pittsburgh for about seven years, I think, and then – then the Rangers, I think, a couple of years ago. So he's kind of still been in the game as well, too, which is good. So, I mean, having him and Alfie on the bench, and it was just kind of weird that they brought in Martin to just oversee things. And then Alfredson was on the bench in Sweden for those two games as well, too, as, as an assistant coach. So whether you're reading between the lines or not there, the, the, the change looked like it was going to come. But I, I think it's in my opinion, after that trip. Yeah, probably. Some say it's too too early. Some say it's too late. Probably too late for Ottawa. I mean, you're going into the Christmas break now. So I don't know if Alfie's going to become the head coach eventually if he wants to do it. He's good at it, what, what their strategies is. But the, the main thing I'm taking away here is the way Ottawa plays and their structure and Martin's strengths. There's three of them. He's detailed, he's organized, and he's structured. Those are the three things that have the biggest issues on that ice in Ottawa right now. So I think he's going to bring that to that team, and hopefully those players respond. Yeah, I think, I you know, I know we have Gabby Oates in the chat, diehard Senators fan. I speak for hockey fandom when I am – like, let's get Ottawa good. Like, I want to see them in the playoffs. I want to see some Toronto, Ottawa, Battle of Ontario, first round, second round matchups. Those teams would be fun. And, uh, um, uh, yeah, Perlo, your thoughts on the DJ Smith firing? You have to unmute, Perlo. You're muted. You're muted. I haven't been talking well about DJ Smith for a while. And, you know, he probably should have been let go. My thing is not here about the fact that DJ Smith was fired, but Martin was hired. I, you couldn't get a more opposite coach 
than DJ Smith with Martin. I mean, this guy is going to, I don't, I don't know how these players are going to react. I mean, this guy is going to preach defense like you don't like above most coaches. This is going to be a defensive team. If you're bringing Martin in, I mean, I don't know how how Kachuk is going to respond to this. This is a guy who's a pure offensive player. Stutzla, pure offensive player. Um, and he's going to be preaching them to play defense like crazy. So it's going to be interesting to see how they adjust. Um, if any of them wanted DJ Smith out, they're hating life right now because – I, I I don't know. It really is going to be a difficult difficult transition. From I, I'll say this, Perlo. I, I did not. I don't think that was the case. Not not to cut you off there. It sounded like, for sure, what Frank Cervelli and other reporters have reported. Yeah, on I agree. Is, I agree. Is that is that the players love DJ Smith? Yeah. And they and they and they wanted him and they wanted him there, but. You know, hey man, you got to show it with your play too, right? The guy, the guy that is not a good X's and O's guy. He's a great player guy. He likes offense. He wants to play offense. His whole system is pure uh, offensive possession. And then after that, we'll see what we can do until we get back to that. And Martin is the exact opposite. So I don't know how they're going to respond to Martin, man. This guy is like John Hines, like Hines, uh, that type of, he's that type of coach. He, he's not, if you don't play defense for him, you are not playing. Simple as that. Simple as that. So Chicago right. just scored to go up three to two, by the way. Wow. That, Jason Dickinson, boy, he's been good for them, by the way, too. Like yeah. crazy. A, with a lot of heart. Yeah. And uh, I didn't take anything in this game. Not a thing. I don't even think I took a prop in this game. So. Yeah. Uh, so I. Oh, I, I think the Lucas Reichel goal prop, dude. I got it five to one, and he hit. Yeah. He hit yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that yeah. great. Did you get that from the ice guys or? Yeah, I usually watch that show. Oh, so. Logan saying it was Tyler Johnson. Thank you, Tyler. It was Tyler Johnson. Thank you, Logan. I did have that wrong. It was Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. I always think it's, uh, I can't say what, what makes me always remind me of Tyler Johnson. I'll just say it's a funny, what, one funny thing internet I, video. One thing I will mention about this. Thank you, um, Andrew. If you bring Martin in, and like how many, it was like two weeks before they hired Martin. And like you really were hoping that they wouldn't name as, him as coach. That's a really weird spot that you would hire this ex guy that's an inside guy with Ottawa. Like, basically, they were putting the heat on. Would you, look at it this way. Does it seem like they were putting the heat on Smith by hiring Martin? Like, okay, your days are numbered. You got to do something, or we're putting Martin in. Does that feel like that for you? Uh, I got the impression that. DJ Smith had worked with Martin before, and um, I just think uh, they were looking for a different set of eyes. I actually thought it was a very good move by Stales. You've got this really well-respected coach that 
has been a great head coach and assistant coach. Just get a different set of eyes. What are you seeing from a team that many expected to be competing for a playoff spot and they're basically one of the bottom teams in the East? I didn't hate the idea of bringing in a smart – and just because you're 71 doesn't mean your life's over. I, I think he's very well-respected in the community and stuff. I think, you know, probably he's not the long-term solution there. Today, uh, Rico can tell you, Kiprio said it – was it yesterday or today? If if his group was the group that bought the senators, his recommendation, if he had his say, was that he would have hired Patrick Waugh. I love that hiring. I think that's uh, exactly what what I think is would need them. I think Waugh has adjusted his coaching style too, based on uh, his son-in-law being on Chicklets talking about how he's not the same as he was even in. Um, Colorado. I think a lot of people were surprised and, and Elliot Friedman said this too, that the way wall walked away from Colorado left some people's bad taste in the mouth. But look, we see so many coaches get two, three, four, five chances. Patrick Waugh deserves another chance to head coach in this league, especially coming off Memorial cup win. he beat a heavily favored team with his uh, Quebec ramparts. Right. If I'm not, if I'm incorrect, let me know. But, uh, um, uh, a hot take. I want to have you on to talk some of this trade stuff. Can we let's do it another time? I, I just feel like, uh, when I really want to finish the thoughts on this uh, DJ Smith thing, um, but um, I definitely, uh, you know, I, I didn't hate the move, uh, and it did sound like DJ Smith was comfortable with Jark Montana, he'd worked with him before in other situations. I just it's uh, I, I he had to know his days were numbered, right? I mean, it, it felt like maybe they shouldn't have started the season with him, but they didn't want to have too much change with the ownership. I did like that the new ownership group came in and was like, "We're not going to do too much." They didn't fire Doring right away, and then they lose the first round pick. There's all this stuff with Pinto and all this other drama. Like, why didn't they prioritize signing Pinto instead of bringing in guys like Corpusalo and uh, uh, um. Tarasenko, but those are, you know, and they gave Corbisal the bag. And now the new Seos is going to be hiring a general manager and probably a coach next year. So I just really think they should do it right. And I, I think that owner seems like you can look at the organizations that are successful. So I think, but like I said, I agree with you, Perlo. They'll definitely be way more structured and way more of a defensive team. They need that. They're not getting that. Uh, did you guys happen to see the video from a few weeks back from um, who's the tough guy? Brendan Gallagher from Montreal talking a little bit about Stutzla. I thought that was real. Did you guys see that? Let me see if I can find that. No, I saw the Cerevelli one when he sat down at Chikrin and Chikrin was saying that he had a huge issue with his hockey equipment. Eh? Like he had a hard time getting his skates to fit on like one of his feet and ended up getting a bone spur from it. And then I guess one night in Chicago, he got skates at the local pro shop and he ended up wearing these skates, stock skates, he said, for the rest of the year. And I guess he just had these stupid little injuries that and then that one required surgery along with the wrist and other stuff. I saw on Cerevelli's Twitter earlier today that he sat down with Jacob Chichter and it was actually a nice little interview. Yeah, I want to watch that. I saw that. So here's a – this is a, a minute clip here. Uh, real quick. What the hell? 
what a time for Adam Henrique to start heating up a little bit too, eh? Yeah, uh, four goals in his last two games. Yeah. Right? Yeah, third line center on a cup contender. Yeah, I mean he was on it. He was uh he was on a cup team, wasn't he? Didn't he wasn't he on that uh that team that uh that the Devils went to the finals with uh why can't I think of the Russian guy that played for Atlanta forever that was Colt Kovalchuk. Perlo, you're muted again. Kovalchuk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what keeps happening. All right. Here we go. This is, uh, by the way, I love this hat Brennan Gallagher has. Hold on. I'm going to do this. We'll just do this full screen. Okay. Here we go. Here's Brennan Gallagher's comments on Stutzla. And I, I, I wanted your guys' opinion on this, so. Is it not going to let me do this? Here we go. Here's something. Mrazek's value, like if you're watching the Chicago game. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're going to post that. Oh. <laughs> Here you go. Watch that. He acts like he's hurt. He sells a call. Thanks for liking the video and subscribing. It really helps. But, um, when I was 10 years old, 10 years old, uh, our coach had a rule if you lay on the ice and we didn't have trainers, if the coach had to come on the ice and get you, you know, you better be hurt. They just sit for minimum three years. It's a great play. Played against him for two, three years now. More than half the games we played against him, he laid on the ice. And he's right back out there next shift. He lays on the ice. He's on the ice, that same power play. You know, there's kids watching. Um, we're role models. If I was a teammate of his, I'd tell him to smarten up. Uh, okay, that's enough. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Unless, unless he's initially concussed where you're actually unconscious, you're either hurt or you're injured. I mean, players play hurt. If, if it's something where you know it's not a big deal, and only Stutzla knows that, maybe he just felt something that he wouldn't be able to just get right back up from, and we'll never know that. Maybe it's just something where initially he said, this is a problem and I, I shouldn't move. Or if it's not and you're trying to draw a penalty or you don't want to have that reputation in the league, Especially as a young player, you do not want to have that reputation. So that's where the gray line is there. By the way, in the last two Leaf games, I've seen Marner take dives. He needs to watch it too. He took a dive tonight. I was like, that was a dive. What is he doing? He's too good of a skater and too good of a player to be taking dives, my opinion. So don't kill me, Leaf Station, but I did think Marner was That's when you start getting chirped around the league, and you don't want to start getting chirped from other players. Did you the see the play I'm talking about, Rico, where he kind of fell? By, the, the defenseman was in front of him, and he fell He fell off of him like he took a dive. And it, it was a the puck was played with a high stick, so the refs were like, they blew the whistle. I think Marner thought he was getting a penalty 
uh, not for diving, but he drew one and he should have got one for diving. I want to see the NHL officials crack down on taking dives again. They were doing it's that. Hard, for it's, it's hard to do, but that 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 certain thing that Gallagher was talking about. I mean, yeah, he was totally right on there. But he haven't. It's not like Stutzla is all of a sudden has hasn't has a continued to do that after that. But he was right. Stutzla was, was this from this season? Was this? I had not seen that video before. I thought that was recent. Yeah, might have been. Yeah, but he didn't do it. He, he hasn't been known to do it before, and he hasn't did it really since, but he did it then. And, and it's, I, you know, I applaud Gallagher for coming out and saying, like, that's ridiculous, dude. You're going to act like that. It looks bad on the league. I mean, and we're, not, and we're, we're, not, we're not stalker here. Like, if you're hurt, you're hurt. If you're not, you're not. Simple as that. Yeah, and it's not gamesmanship either because in hockey, when somebody goes down, the play goes on. It's not like baseball where the ball is on the ground and the play is dead or football, the ball's out of their hands and it goes somewhere on and hits the ground, the play's dead. In hockey, the play carries on because the puck is always on the ice and like most other sports, and this is what I'm thinking. And some people will maybe think that it's gamesmanship, but there's you know there's there's times when i played hockey growing up and somebody went into the boards in overtime and it went down to like four on four and stuff and the guy laid down and he looked up because the other team is going the other way and they were probably going to score and all the team had to do is put a hand on the puck or a stick on the puck and and the ref would blow the whistle down so you know what i'd like to see called as well they need to start calling, uh, waving more icings off. I see these defensemen not take a direct line, skate all slow, like they don't know yeah. where the puck is, and yeah. they need to. No, sorry, you're not yeah. getting the icing call. Sorry, I, I don't, I don't like it. I think it's, it's garbage. Yeah, yeah, the whole trying to make it look like you're tired thing. So yeah. I know Hot Take popped in earlier, and I really appreciate him bringing up. I don't really want to talk about trades because. Right now, that as it was brought up uh, by uh, Gabby, I think, earlier in the show, I said we would talk a little bit about maybe some moves that could potentially happen. But we know that the NHL has officially uh, had their holiday freeze, right? So this is from now till the 28th, correct? So we're not going to see anybody traded, uh, you know, uh, or moved until basically the end of the month or the new year. Um, and... I, I hate to say it for teams like the Leafs that have a lot of needs. <clears throat> One, what are you going to trade, Toronto? You don't have much to trade in the regards, you, unless you want to give up more first-round picks, which I, I, I would not want that if I was you. Um, and you're not going to um, – you don't have any seconds. And are you going to – I mean, Robertson looks like he's played pretty well and inserted in the lineup. Maybe you need that guy as a third-line winger. I don't know. Like um, – yeah, uh, so I just I feel like we're gonna get a better feel for what's happening when there's an empty net, no icing. I think it should be implemented. Well, yeah, Doug, I, I'm kind of okay with it too. Uh, but we're getting a lot of games tired. Well, and my thing is too, we're getting a lot of games tied. Uh, I think too now more teams are shooting the puck because the analytics say shoot the puck. So that's why you're seeing a lot of teams that aren't taking the puck out. Uh, and trying to get it beyond the blue line. And usually if you get it beyond the blue line, you're going to score on an empty net anyway, right? 
Perlo, what are your thoughts? Um, well, you're, you're talking about as far as icing is concerned? Yeah, just like the hybrid icing or he, his his question was, here, I'll throw it up on the thing. He said when there's an empty at no icing, he thinks regardless. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, um, it, I, I think that there's if when there's an empty net, no icing, I think, should be implemented whenever there's an empty, empty net. Yeah, regardless of the situation, you can just ice the puck, and that's it. I guess on the other side of it, I mean, it, it creates more offense if you got to if you don't do that. So I, I, you know, like it does create more offense if you have, and it, and it takes a skill to be able to tap that puck down so it's not an icing at the same time. So in that way, maybe I don't agree. Like. It does create a lot more offense, and um, so when you're getting those, when you have those over unders, right, that you're trying to hit, sometimes that. Oh uh, well, yeah, if I'm looking from a betting perspective. Yeah, that empty net is super helpful, sure. right? No doubt about it. That changes the dynamic for sure, no doubt. But I think that the reason why they have that is. Um, that the icing is implemented is it does create more offense. It creates more opportunity for the team to tie it up. So I don't think it will ever change, but I do get why you're saying that. I do, I do get why you're saying that for sure. It gives more opportunity for a team to tie it up and it makes more intrigue in the game. So I don't think it'll ever change. Yeah, no, uh, it is an interesting dynamic there uh doug i by the way speaking of empty nets colorado has one i'm trying to get this uh i do not know what's going on with my feed here uh i was trying to get the uh arizona game to come up too uh, i'm trying to get I, the kings san jose game yeah that's on nine minutes it's working uh but arizona that's three one oh it's at intermission anyway so we're, we're probably okay Going into the third, that uh, in at the at the Mully. Oh, shot from the point by Colorado, and a stick broke. Uh, no, no power play or anything here. So we're going to see what happens. Um, uh, Colorado has been woefully uh, insufficient to me this year. Even though McKinnon's on like a sixteen-game point streak, no doubt McKinnon, McCarr, Ratnan are great players. There's just they don't look they, good. They don't look like Stanley Cup champions to me. No, I feel. I agree, totally mm. agree. So and I, totally uh, I did. I I do. I know you were saying something about Mrazek. I I think what we'll do is after the holiday break, and we'll probably take some time off next week. I'll look at the schedule here. Uh, but the way we take, uh, let's uh, let me look at this. Let's look December so. Yeah, I mean, we'll do the the podcast all the way up until uh, the twenty second this week, all the way through Friday. Uh, let's get Rico back in. Uh, Rico, we're just talking about uh, Christmas break here. Uh, probably do probably good with streaming the rest of the week here, and then next week, you guys, you what's your schedule looking like next week? What do you guys got? You got anything going on or? Same, no, same good. old for me. I might be going. 
I might be going to Ottawa for the weekend to visit the wife's side of the family. So no, that doesn't affect the stream though. So that's, that's fine. Probably maybe Friday, maybe Friday night. I'll, I'll probably be in Ottawa Friday night, but I'll still have okay. a computer and I'll bring my cam there. So everybody's usually in bed by around 10 o'clock there. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I just figured we'd plan on streaming the rest of the week and then maybe Ooh. come back Wednesday next week on the 27th. Cause when, uh, isn't there a game break anyway? Isn't there going to be some, I'm just wondering if the Senators are in town because last time I went there, we drove through Canada because we drive there and we have to drive right past the Sens Arena. They're not there. On the, not on the 22nd. Oh, damn. Yeah. There's games on the 23rd. Yeah. So, so guys, I think we will take break from the 20. So we will take the 24th off, which is Sunday. We're not going to work that anyway. Uh, and we'll, we won't come back till Wednesday, the 27th. So especially next week, we'll just have a three day week on the stream side, uh, because there are no games on the 24th, 25th and 26th. Yeah. So Saturday, the 23rd are the last of the games. So Friday we'll preview the Saturday games and then everybody have a Merry Christmas. Uh, appreciate everybody coming. Um, uh, we're moving and shaking. We're going, we're grooving. Two so, Christmases ago, we, we drove through Canada, and I'm like, honey, uh, do you mind dropping me off at the hockey game? She's like, no, her sister lives like 20 minutes up the road. So I end up wash, watching Washington and Ottawa. Well, so Saturday, like, if you're there the weekend, Saturday, the Penguins are in town. So you could go to the Penguins and Senators game. Ooh. So you could go to that game on Saturday, the 23rd. It's just not Friday. And that's a day game, too. That's a day. Well, no, that's a 7 p.m. game. That's a 7 p.m. game for you. L.A. looks like they're driven to win this game here. I think L.A. is going to – I think I might put a live bet on L.A. here. They're, they're not screwing around with San Jose here at all. At all. Well, they shouldn't because um, San Jose has been a dangerous team. Yeah. You don't want to – Oh, it's getting, getting in Chicago – yeah, what's L, what's LA in regulation right now? I think I would take it, but I mean, it's probably not. Hey, Salty, game. thanks for being with us. Appreciate you. Oh. Ryan Johansson. So, um, Ryan, Ryan Johansson, what? Oh, he's getting chippy. Ryan Johansson was getting into it with, um, I don't know, they're all getting chippy, man. It's getting real chippy. Johansson was going after, uh, damn, it looks like he hit the ref. LA and Reg minus one forty, Perlo. Take it. I'm gonna take yeah. it. Well, you don't you can take it if you want. I don't want to do that because last time I told you that it didn't work out well. So yeah, he got the boot. Ryan Johansson got kicked out of the game. Taken. LA and regulation it is live bet from Perlo Wisdom. <laughs> For what? Live bet from Perlo Wisdom, LA and regulation. Okay. I'll put that I'll put that up on the thing here. Hold on. Done. The Blackhawks are beating the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, it's it's over. I think it's oh, going to be. I didn't put anything That's on that funny. game. And what, the last time Chicago beat Colorado was three two in Chicago. That was the last time they beat the Avalanche. I, I didn't put anything on that game because, like, I agree with uh, I agree with Beard here. Uh, Colorado does not look like they're like really that good right now 
So I heard a rumor today, since I know we weren't going to talk trades, but it involves Colorado. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Pearl. Oh, no, no, uh, go. I want to hear the trade. <laughs> Lindholm to Colorado, but again, Calgary's in the mix. They're right there in a the playoff spot. I, I just don't see them trading their play, uh, you know, their top line center away. Well, only the only reason why they're trading him is if he has like made his decision enough that he's not going to sign. So yeah, but yeah. yeah, but I don't even think that's been determined. He said he was gonna. Well, you you can't tell from the outside. Ooh. Yeah, he's he's not going to come out and say it to anyone in the outside. You'll know if they trade him. If they trade him now, you know that Lindholm was not going to sign that. Yeah, but I still think they're not going to do it before the uh, trade deadline. I would think I would agree with you there. You would think they would want to get max value for it for sure, and that's where you get max value. So fifty-five fifty-five dollars gets you in the rink against the Penguins in Ottawa. Yeah, that's probably not. That's not bad. Yeah, go. You gotta go, man. You gotta go. I'm going. I'm going. She lives like 20 minutes away from the arena. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go Saturday. That's awesome. Well, and Pittsburgh, you know, they're, you know, they got worked by the Leafs, but then they won the next, their next game. This is going to be interesting. I definitely like the sense. We'll preview those Saturday games. Uh, we'll preview tomorrow's. We'll preview those Saturday games Friday with Rico in Ottawa. Uh, so that'll be cool. cool. Um, that would be great. Yeah. Speaking of that, let's go ahead and preview tomorrow's massive slate. It's going to take us the three. rest of the night. I don't know how we're going to do it. Yeah, I hope you guys stay with us and don't get too bored. Uh, by the way, the Colorado Avalanche lost to the Chicago Blackhawks. Chicago ends their four game losing streak. And the third period just started. It is the Yotes versus the Senators, Senators, that yeah. same Senators team that Rico is going to see on Saturday. Rico, I'm gonna real. I don't really want to get a full report, scouting report on Ottawa Senators. So yeah, uh, uh, and Gabby says it's going to be a good game. They're uh, definitely not booing Carlson. No, 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 they'll cheer him. I want yeah. Hannafin to Detroit. I I took him for granted. He's fun to watch. Salty, I got you. Yeah, he's a good player. I put the live bet LA in regulation from Perlo. Thank you for that live pick, Perlo. Uh, tomorrow's three games. We got the Islanders. They're looking like a wagon against my caps. Uh, the Islanders are actually a road dog plus one Oh two caps been playing pretty good. They just came off a win from Carolina. Uh, I'm loving how the caps are playing defensively, but still Ovi's not scoring. It's kind of sad. It's breaking my heart. Uh, he's only yeah. 67 goals away from Gretzky. Um, I like the, I like the, I like the Islanders. They're playing good hockey. Uh, and now it's a back-to-back, so we probably get Varlamov because Sorokin played tonight against Edmonton. And it is in D.C. Uh, yeah, I, I updated it, Andrew. Thank you so much. Um, if you look at the scores, I if somebody can tell me uh, the new uh, emojis I have for two teams, I changed two emojis that are in the banner, I will Venmo you 25 bucks. Okay, or cash app you or whatever. Uh, tell me what teams if you're paying attention. But I changed some emojis for our team logos down there. Uh, in, in Perlo and Rico, you don't get you don't get the twenty five. <laughs> you're part of the show. I'll just reinvest it in sending you like a new microphone or something. 
what do you think, Perlo, on the Capitals Islanders? Uh, well, one thing I think it's going to be under the total. Um, but I think the after that high, like they they worked hard against the Oilers or against the Oilers tonight. Um, Washington is kind of a roll the dice type team. I like Islanders. I like the first period draw. Okay. And I don't know what I like after that because I think Washington's going to want to come out hard here too. So maybe both teams to score or something like that. But if the Cavs um, score first, they win the game. That's almost a guarantee. That's just the way it has been for them. But yeah, uh, the Islanders put out a lot of energy tonight to beat the Oilers. So um, I don't think Washington is a is is something that I, I don't I, I don't think it's, it's it's a tough tough spot for the Islanders. In the end, though, I think they probably win. I probably agree with you. I would probably take the yeah. Islanders. I'm with the Islanders. I think it will be Charlie Lindgren and Ned, though. Yeah. So, like, under seems like a for sure. Salty's like Horvat somehow over a point per game. Well, he's playing good hockey and he's supposed to be a good player, and they're paying him like he's a good player, Salty. So, I'm kind of glad to see that from him. It's good for yeah. them. I'm, I'm not hating on the Islanders. We're gonna have Kim on here. I'm gonna try to have uh, Isles Girl Three on here real soon. So, just the problem is they've been playing a lot. So, love to try you- to get her tomorrow. See if she's not uh, – I'll reach out to her again, see if we can get her after the Caps and Islanders play. Uh, what do you think, I, don't, I agree. Uh, I don't think they should fire Lambert either. Uh, Rico, what are your thoughts on the Islanders' Caps? Oh, man. Over-under is five and a half, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a tight game. I mean, Islanders are on rest. Caps at well, Caps home. are on rest. Islanders yeah. play tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to think Capitals. Yeah. Islanders beat the Oilers tonight, so I think they lose to the Caps. But I, I'm going to have to pick a closer game. It could be a draw game. Yeah, that seems like it's a draw scoring. game. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be low scoring. Yeah, yeah okay, I think it's a draw I'd go draw. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So re, uh, uh, Perlo and I both like the Caps and and are the Isles, excuse me, and, and Rico likes the Caps. Okay. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think the Isles might pull it through. But. Kraken and Kings. Both these are TNT games, by the way. Kraken at Kings. Kraken Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. On regular rest, their second game of the road trip, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday. Both teams are on rest. Peak. I mean, it depends how LA plays tonight. If they beat San Jose, they don't play the Okay, good. I laid a few bucks on them regulation. Kobe Tar. Kobe Tar. <clears throat> six Rico, I got it on the thing there. That's like a total Seattle spot, but it's hard to trust Seattle right now. So, um, like they're not playing very well. Um, but they should they should have the upper hand here. I would think I would I I take Seattle first period money line. 
I like that too because the Kings are coming back from San Jose. Yeah. And then they're coming home to play the Kraken. I know it's not far and stuff, but still Seattle's sitting there waiting for them. Seattle's the Kings are at home. They're not going to Seattle. The Kings are at home. Yeah, so they're they, in yeah, San Jose. Like, they're home against the Kraken. That's a 20-minute flight for L.A. from San Jose. Yeah, to, it's, not, it, it's, it's not really about the flight. It's about the back activity back. that you have to do to get to back home. You're, on, you're only playing Seattle. Um it Kings are like through Seattle's the been sitting there waiting for them, so their coach has had time to give them everything that they need to know to win this game, and they didn't really have a great road trip. So I think Seattle will come out hard here. I don't, I can't trust them to win the game, but I, I, I I'll, I'll give them at plus one twenty-five to win the first period. I'll give them that, especially with uh, who's playing in net for LA tonight. Oh, I did not see. I'm guessing it's uh, – I think Copley is injured, so I'm guessing it's uh, – it is Talbot. It has, I think they had to bring up their minor league guy because I think Copley got banged up. So uh, don't quote me on that. I'll have to look and no, see. No, no, it's Riddich. Riddich is – Yeah, same Dave. Same Dave. There you go. That's why. That's so why big, I had a hard time betting on L.A. to win this game. Yeah. But Riddich is playing all right. Uh, honestly, I don't trust Copley. I I think Seattle. Well, Copley's play. injured. It's going to, tomorrow. It will be, it will be Talbot. Oh, it'll be Talbot against Seattle. Yeah. that makes it tough. Yeah, I like LA. I'm just gonna pick LA. I like the draw. Seattle first period, maybe the draw. I'm not overthinking this. No. The Kraken have been dog shit this I, year. I think you might be right in the end of the day here that. Uh, LA's not really trying that hard against San Jose here. Um, I thought you said Seattle, they were. Seattle is a is, yeah. So, you know what? Now, the more I think about it, I think you're probably right. That's Seattle tomorrow. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Or sorry, LA tomorrow. LA tomorrow, not Seattle. LA tomorrow. The more I think about it, now they're they're really taking. You're overthinking it. It's LA. Seattle can't, Seattle can't score. They can't score. And yeah. LA is such a good defensive well, team. And they're, and they're missing they're missing Burakovsky. They've got some injuries there. Of guys who could, I think McCann is out now for them too. So it's just like, no, it's not It's not even close. Well, okay. This, this I their like Here, let me just go through this real quick, Perlo. Justin Schultz, day to day. Burakovsky out. Schwartz out. Belmar out. Grubauer yeah. out. I know who's it's, out. Yeah. And and Copley's out, Arvidsson's out, and Gavrikov is out for LA. And Gavrikov is or Kaliev is day to day with an illness, so Kaliev could play, but he's not playing. Okay, I know Ooh, it's my getting, best. Who is getting chippy in the Arizona Ottawa game? Over oh, one and a half. From going at it with uh, is that Schmaltz? No. Oh, you guys over one and a half first period. I'm watching this game too. This is the uh, Alex B. Smith play. Over one and a half first period. That's what the I Kings like are so deep, Salty. I'm just not worried about them at all. They're going to win this game. Okay, last game, Red Wings at Jets. Uh, and I'll just go uh, – the over-under on that game – oh, I had the over-under for six. you here. Yeah. Uh, oh, I had it. I had it. Over-under six and a half. I'm taking the play. Uh, that's, that's DraftKings, by the way, guys. Uh, these are all DraftKings. Winnipeg is, and regulation yeah. all day. 
So, but here's who's yeah, and here's the problem. This is this is the problem. Yeah, Winnipeg looks like a wagon, right? They're, they're, we didn't talk about the best teams in the West. We'll do that before we have our closing thoughts. Here's who Detroit's missing: Alex Lyon, Clem Costin, Luff, and Vili Huso. So basically, their number one and two goalies are out. And that good thing they kept uh, Reimer. <laughs> and 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 Winnipeg is missing Connor. Kupari and Hainola. Winnipeg has looked so good. Um, but Detroit's plus 136. So I don't know, man. Yeah. It's a I nice still like plus money play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would I would maybe take the plus money play on Detroit just because they've won, I think they're one four and one since Patrick Kane signed there. Um, but they've had a ton of injuries. Larkin, Larkin's not even listed on. Oh, is Larkin going to play? He must Larkin's be back. In, he's in last game. Yeah. Okay, so Larkin's back. Okay, so I, uh, you know, we'll see. Hey Jay, nice to see you. I knew after Sunday's game we we're going to lose that the game tonight, but the result was not what I expected. I thought we would lose in overtime. What uh, if they lost to the Canadians at home? They're not going to lose to Detroit at home. I, I, yeah, I just. I'm I'm on Winnipeg all day there. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Rico, how about you? I agree too. I mean, the Wings haven't been playing well since I know what their injuries and stuff, but since Kane's got there, they haven't played the greatest. So I like no. Winnipeg coming off. Well, they're missing their two best goalies. I know, and three lost in a row. And yeah, back to that, they just signed Michael Hutchinson to a two yeah. two way contract. You know that means Lion. That means Lion and uh, the injury to Lion and uh, Huso are are bad, and they're both lower body injuries. I wonder too, man. Like, if that's like, do you have a good conditioning coach there? Like, I know these guys don't practice as much anymore, but you got to go. Hey, guys, there's some conditioning stuff you need to be doing to stay in game shape. I um, told you guys the story about Michael Hutchinson in high school, eh? With the guy that I work with. He was in he was in class with Michael Hutchinson here in Barry. He played for the Barry Colts. And he got a text mid class signed in the NHL for a contract. And he just put his hands up and he's like, That's it. I'm going to the NHL. I'm out of here. And he walked out of class and never even went back to high school. Never <laughs> played another junior game. He got signed to the NHL. Yeah. Um I, he's been in the league a while, hasn't he? It's, I guess it's worked out for him. Yeah, he's did all right. He's made a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, told me that story when he was with uh, him and BJ Cronbreen and Brian Little, those guys, so when they played for the Colts. He's like, Michael Hutchinson was in class, and he just put his arms up. He's like, I'm out of here. I just signed to a NHL contract. I think Brian Little's still making some serious cash in the NHL, even though he's not playing. He is. I think he's on the uh... – Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jay, I, I hate to tell you this, buddy, but nobody feels sorry for you, man. The Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup in their sixth year. They are playing fine. They lost to a team that desperately needed a win that's trying to stay in a playoff position and the Canes. And they were actually a road dog, which a lot of people took a flyer on Vegas. I wasn't surprised to see the Canes come out and actually score some goals tonight. I had, I would, I had the Canes in that game. I would not be stressed. Yeah, I did not. I had Vegas. I think. I think. I think Rico and you both had the Canes. 
But uh, wasn't Vegas a plus? Every every radio show I listened to today picked Vegas. Uh, uh, I think Daily Faceoff, Real Kipper, plus 136 for the Vegas Golden Knights on the road. Hey, let's just say this. Vegas is a good team, but you knew – I've said it again, and I've said it before. I'm not a Thompson fan, and I'm not a Thompson fan. You, you had Hill in there. I'll take Vegas at plus one thirty-six. Okay. Well, I mean that was very evident tonight. They gave up six goals, but I was talking with some Carolina fans too. Carolina was due. I mean, in the game against the Caps, I think they had to post three times. Sometimes you just don't get the puck luck tonight. They scored some goals. The fact that Shvechnikov got his second goal of the season. He just has not come back from that surgery looking he like missed the last, he missed the last six games. That's one goal in his first game back after missing six. And he got the first one of the night. Good on Shvetch. No, but he's but Rico, I think he he didn't even start the season. He was still coming back from that. Oh, well, I know that. But he still missed the last six games. Oh, yeah. They need him though. Like that's the guy. Oh, and Arizona just scored, by the way, to make it uh I think that's three two, right? Uh yep, three two. Look at Jacques Martin. Looks like he never left the bench. Okay, well, let's get to your uh, closing thoughts, guys. Uh, what are your closing thoughts? My closing thoughts is going to be Svechnikov good to get a goal after missing six games. Another one is this Horvat point streak. Most of them are goals, but he's all of a sudden we we were talking about Horvat and Kadri, who's the worst contract in the NHL right now. Horvat's come back strong, man. Kadri's been playing well too, hasn't he, for Calgary? So he, he has, but like Horvat's been amazing. And another thing I noticed tonight was uh, Hughes Quinn Hughes got his fortieth point of the year which is nice. So now I'm thinking, I know Bedard regresses a little bit without Hall and Perry there. Could, this is the hot take of the night here, brought to you by Hot Take Hockey, but by me. Can the Hughes brothers have a sweep in the major awards this year? No, Jackson no. and Luke, could they all take home the major three awards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wouldn't that be something? That would be something. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'll go there, but it would. It, it it's a possibility. There's a sure. lot of time left. Um, my final thoughts is, um, I did think Vancouver was going to be a bubble team and probably make the playoffs, but. Uh, I'm, I'm riding Vancouver now. This team in this spot to win like they did tonight, um, this, is, this is a team. And Demko is winning the Vesna. Ooh, hot take Perlo. Demko is winning the Vesna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that You're is right. almost a I still, I still have my Freddie Anderson bet sitting in the bottom of my uh... – open bets on my, <laughs> my betting thing. Every time Arizona, I look at my bets that are open, I see Freddie Anderson at 40 to one. I'm like, Arizona I tied up. Clayton Keller, three, three. No way. Yep. Clayton Keller, three, three. And that is, Oh awful. no, I don't want that to happen. My no. gosh. Ottawa is doing the same shit that they've always done. Hey, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a spade is a spade, right? Yeah, sometimes when the betting world is on one side of the mountain, shit flows downhill too. Wow. 
Uh, I don't have any closing thoughts. Uh, I just am super stoked that it's proven that Bo Horvat and Nazem Kadri listen to our show. That's uh, proven statistically based on their play after we talked bad about them. I'm just going to say it. If it's not true, prove me wrong. It's me like a U.S. politician and throw shit out there and hope it sticks to the wall. Um, I appreciate everybody coming out tonight. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. There's only a three-game slate, and so the game that will be live for us will be that Kings cracking game. Live with the Biz Nasty and all those guys on TNT. Uh, what feed do you guys get in Canada? Do you guys get the TNT feed there, or is that the oh, – Oh, yeah, I'll get it. <laughs> I'll get it. I'm so happy I don't have to stream that game because it'll be on TNT and they can't regionally black it out, which is the biggest joke of all. So nice Arizona tied it up. All right, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys. Oh. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Oh, do you have a, do you have something else? Nothing. Oh, I, I, I know okay. the ice guys called this game to be under the total too, with Jacques Martin behind the bench and Ottawa's <laughs> going to play defensively and structure and all this. And yeah, in one true. game on the road? Nope. Sorry. There's they no way they're going to do that. Arizona's winning four three, baby, in regulation. Book it. <laughs>